We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How is that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Welcome back to the Underage Packers podcast. This is episode 77. Me and Big B are up here late at night past our bedtime to bring you a recap of the horrific performance from the Packers in their first game of the 2021 season. Big B, I don't think you're doing too well tonight, <laughs> as I am. So I won't. Yeah, ask. I'm, I w- I'm tired. Okay. I'm sad. Feel lonely. Just want to get this day over with. Yeah, I'm emotionally drained. I'm exhausted. And I got school in eight hours. So that's fun. But um, there's really no other way to put it. An embarrassing, horrific performance from the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt LaFleur. We'll talk a little bit about Matt LaFleur, a point that I brought up on Twitter earlier this evening of his catastrophic losses, his big-time losses. Um, We'll talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers' performances in those games and overall a recap of what went wrong. Um, Well, you know, I guess we can just share something positive, Big B. Anything positive that you gathered from this game? Oh, my. Um, That's probably the hardest question I've ever asked you. Yeah, I mean, our punter did good, I guess. He did. He, he had a, a little good shimmy before every punt. I, I was a fan of that. Um, Jordan yeah. Love got his first NFL action. Yep. And um, they wore the green jerseys, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Football is back, people. Um. All right, let, let's see here. First quarter, we went, we were down three. We only allowed three points, but the Saints were just about to score, and they scored 14 in the second, um, seven in the third, and then 14 for a total of 38 total points. The Packers only uh, scoring a field goal at the end of the first half. I, I mean, this just so started where you could tell those first two drives, the first uninspiring drive on offense, you're like, okay, this could be one where they're just getting off to a slow start. But then mm-hmm. after that second drive on offense or for on defense, for the, when the Saints were on offense and they were just stinking and dunking and running for three, four yards, just keep on piling it on, and the Packers' defense could not get off the field, then you could tell – it was going to be a game like Los Angeles Chargers. It was going to be a game yep. like San Francisco both times. It was going to be a game yep. like Minnesota in 2020. It was going to be a game yep. like Tampa Bay in 2020. Like, yep. It, I don't – these games where it looks like this is a team of college – college students is a college d2 college team where the team looks so unprepared where aaron Rodgers plays awful it's getting real old real quick 
Yeah, and I could tell it was going to be one of those games when Jameis Winston turned into Lamar Jackson and was yep. just running all over our defense. I could just tell from that moment. Yep. It was like the first second drive. He was kept running for first downs all over the place. And then, I, and then I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, when we actually play Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, like, what the hell are they going to do? Right. Um, yeah, those games are happening a little too often now. Well, not too often. Let's, I, I want to act like they lost nine games each year. <laughs> They've lost three. But yeah. when those first two games happened in Matt LaFleur's rookie season, we I specifically remember somebody asking some podcaster, blogger, should we be concerned about Matt LaFleur's um, big game losses where he just – they get blown out. They get out coached. They get completely embarrassed. Should we be concerned about that? And the podcast or blogger, whoever it was, they said, no, I don't think so. And I thought the same thing, you know, it, San Francisco, very good team. The Packers in 2019 did not match up with them, but now it definitely seems like a consistent issue. Um, Like, and it's not, it's really like the offensive play calling. You're like, where would that ever head to? What was the plan there? Yeah. I never understood what the plan, how we were supposed to, how we were planning to attack New Orleans defense. Um, Joe Barry's defense played and awful. It, and it's, and it's like that literally in every single loss, too. Like, I feel like we've done this before after the game where we're, we're all like, what is the play calling? Why can't the defense right. do anything? Why is the offense doing absolutely nothing? Yep. It's and just constant. I don't want to undersell what the Packers have done the past few years. They've been an incredible team, went 13-3, NFC championship game. But you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl if this – if you when you play a good opponent, because, you know, Los Angeles, Minnesota, those are examples where, you know, they're, they're not superstar teams. But New Orleans, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, those are teams that are very good, and we can't compete with them. Yeah. Even Indy this in 2020, the third and fourth quarter were pretty horrific up to that last offensive drive. So – Something like uh, I don't know if it's an experience, and Matt Lafleur will eventually be able to. Uh, I don't not do this more often. Um, yeah, I mean he certainly goes goes big with his losses. If he's going to lose, it's not going to be by five. It's going to be by thirty most of the time. <laughs> I calculated the average of the average amount of points they lost by, and it was fifteen. I'd be interested to compare that to other teams. But I'm sure if you take away that Eagles game or really if you just go off of the third quarter and pretty much take away the Packers garbage time points, it's it's somewhere up in the 20s. Yeah. Um, and and in all those games, Aaron Rodgers has played pretty bad, pretty, pretty bad. And I'm not saying the circumstances around him were great or that he was somehow supposed to be Superman and make – uh, all the defensive troubles goes away, makes his wide receiver better. 
but he's played bad, especially today. It's, yep. And like his two interceptions literally look like me and Madden, especially <laughs> the one to MBS. I had that was so bizarre to see Aaron make. And now the near, media is going to run with this narrative. And it's really hard to not feel as a fan that Aaron, all this offseason, he, I, you know, not that he directly said, I'm bigger than the team. And I think he knows as a player, he's not bigger than the team. But after he makes it this whole Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers and all of his teammates situation, or at least that's a situation that was at hand. And then he goes out here and does this. Like I said, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth or try to blow up what he did because he claims he did not have anything to do with this, this media cycle. But after this, the whole drama, the situation for him to go out there and play like that, pretty disappointing. Yeah, it is. And like, uh, we, we sat through this entire offseason thinking, like, this is over. Then Aaron Rodgers comes back, and we're like, oh, my God, we're saved. We're dropping 30 on everyone. And then week one comes, and we're like, yeah, we're dropping 50 on them yep. because they have nobody on defense. And then Aaron Rodgers just is a garbage can. Um, yeah, and Peter Rakowski tweeted it out, and I'm sure many other people shared his sentiment. He looked quite a bit more like 2018 Aaron Rodgers than 2020 yeah. Aaron Rodgers, especially on that third down, third and three early in the game. He takes a shot to MVS 20 yards down the field. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That was pretty much a staple of the late, uh, like, late years of Mike McCarthy's offense and Aaron Rodgers, ignoring the check downs, ignoring the shorter options available to him. And I'm, you know, on the TV broadcast, we can't see exactly what's going on, but he did that a few times throughout the game where it's like, you need three yards. Why are you taking this deep shot? And so that's enough and, about Aaron Rodgers though. And I Totally did not miss the 2018 Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. I did not he, miss. back and say in 2018. Yes, please. Um, yeah, on the, oh, another thing to bring up with this Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. It, Matt LeFleur also has a tendency when he gets down, not just in these bad games, but when he gets down, he gets I want to say panicked, but whatever it is, he just stops running the ball. I yeah. get it. When you're down by 20, there's 10 minutes left. You're, you don't want to run the ball. But like the NFC championship game, this was such a big thing where all of a sudden in the third quarter, AJ Dillon was having, he's having a good game, having some good carries. He just a few weeks ago had a hundred yard game and over Tennessee. And now He's having a few good carries. Looks like he's starting to get something going. And Matt LaFleur just stops running him. Yeah. Completely abandons Aaron Jones. Like, I, I, that, that's, that's, and that, that, that's obviously something you can point to as well. 
Yeah. Um, let's move on to the defensive side of the ball here. Joe Barry. Oh, good. Not yeah, <laughs> great change of subject. So excited to talk about this now. Joe Barry not making the best <laughs> debut here with Packers fans. Um, and like I said, Alvin Kamara, I mean, they didn't, he didn't have a big play like last year, um, but he continuously had those four yard runs, those eight yard checkdowns that were really predictable, like, yeah. you know, and Jameis Winston absolutely dicing us up. Um, we got an interception that was called back for a, a, a disastrous and embarrassing for the NFL official roughing the passer call. Like that wasn't even the Aaron Rodgers rule where he put his weight on him. The Anthony Barr Aaron Rodgers rule where you place your weight on a quarterback. He didn't. Like, I don't. When you are running at a quarterback full speed and you're a foot away from him and he releases the ball, I. What are you supposed to do if we are yeah. going? If they're going to call it like they did today with Sedarius, that was ridiculous. Yes, um, that was that was one of the worst roughing the passer calls I have seen. Yeah, and Rashawn Gary had a roughing the passer in Dallas where he literally tapped the quarterback's head and got a roughing the passer. I think I don't know which one was worse, but that one was pretty close to that one. Yeah, these roughing the passer calls are never good. I no thanks. Okay, on uh, for cornerbacks, Kevin Key, man, I am rooting for you, <laughs> dog. You are making it hard, Kevin. <laughs> you are making it so hard, Kevin King, dude. Yeah. Uh, fourth quarter, we're already losing by twenty eight points, and then you know the Saints are just out here having a good old time. Running up the score, they go for a six-yard touchdown. James like uh, Kevin Keen is down there somewhere. Yeah, it's not Mike. It's not like Kyler Murray saying DeAndre Hopkins is down there somewhere. He's saying Kevin Keen is down there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I've been a big Kevin King fan this off season. Been supporting him, but I, I yeah, it's really hard to. Root <laughs> He's for making him it difficult after that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's fast. He has a fast 40 time, but when he's running backwards trying to keep up with a wide receiver, he just cannot do it. Um, if you were a fan of Mike Pettin having his cornerbacks play 10 yards off as well, then congratulations for you. You are in luck with Joe Barry's defense. Uh, I mean, that, that was pretty ridiculous as well. Yeah, the, the defense, Jameis Winston having a day. Uh, Preston Smith looked promising in the first quarter, so there's that. Yes. Um, Darius, uh, was it? they were being pretty cautious with Zedarius Smith. Um, we saw quite a bit of Chauncey yeah. Rivers and Jonathan Garvin, though. Um, yes. Next week, they're back at home, home opener at Lambeau to play the Detroit Lions. Hopefully, and Jamal Williams, who is the goat? The goat. Jamal Williams Let's making his go. Excited for that. Um, oh yes. So as a Packer fan, you're looking at this game and saying, you know, hopefully, it is one of those catastrophic games that they usually have, 
and not because they're a bad team. And <laughs> I'm not saying they're going to get blown up by 35 every week because that's not going to happen on with this talent, you know, like, yes, but if it's week one and you're really, really hoping this is a sign that they cannot compete or in the same realm as strong playoff teams. And this was anomaly, a non anomaly for the Packers team. It's like CNN and the me and Nemo. Any other thoughts on this really bad game? Ugh. Man, I'm. I just want this game to be erased from my mind. But, right. um, uh, but but I'm gonna add one thing to the Aaron Rodgers interception that was in the red zone or gold yep. zone. You know, he had Adams underneath before he threw the ball. Like he was wide open. He could have right. easily had him, but Rodgers was way too focused on the rush. He was just yep. getting just focused on the rush, didn't see Adams open. And then the rush oh, came and then he threw the ball and it was way behind Adams and an interception and things happened. And now we're all complaining that Rodgers is washed, even though he isn't. But he's he just like the 49ers game, he just stares at the rush. And then looks for his target. Yeah, that was a kind of another thing from 2018, not reacting to the rush well. And like you yeah. mentioned, we could see on that replay. I mean, even when he releases it, if he leads it, Adams can if he can leads the ball in front of Adams, Adams can probably make that catch. But he and, makes it and maybe score. Yeah, yeah, but he's and but that's if Aaron is in a clean pocket and is set on his feet. Not if yep. he's diving. Like, I, I seriously cannot believe Aaron Rodgers attempted that pass. <laughs> that was pretty bonkers to me. Yep. Um, but I guess that's all we have for you. Jordan uh, Jordan Love, you know, that we talked a little bit about earlier. He was, what, did you have the only third down conversion for us today? Yes, that pass to Randall Cobb, which was an absolute dime from the greatest quarterback of all time, there we Mr. Are. Jordan Love. I think we're ready to make that declare, uh, declaration. Yeah, I'm. Hey, man, there. I would be lying if I said those two first passes were a little, a little shaky, a little inaccurate. I mean, Mari Rogers is a short guy, but you know, yep. um, those little, little inaccurate. Um, yep. But we don't talk about that. Right, exactly. And he would have had that touchdown. He would have had the only touchdown of the game for the Packers if he didn't fumble it there. <laughs> but we're going to end it off there. Thanks, everybody, so much for watching, tuning in. Um, hopefully this was a good therapy session for you. we got a seven-day week now. Got to go all the way till next Monday. Um, one week from today when you're listening or watching to this, when we take on Division Rival, Detroit Lions, and then week after that, Sunday night, we'll get our first look to see us against an actual good team, see what the 2021 Packers are really like, hopefully. Yes. Um, can't thank you guys enough for watching all the support. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. It means so much to us. We'll see you later. Go Pack Go.